Good evening and welcome. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network at republicbroadcasting.org. Hour two of the broadcast here on this Monday, the 19th of February, 2024. I'm your host, Richard Carey, and this is Beyond the Official Narrative. And we're here with some weird, wild stuff accompanied by co-hosts William Repillum and Gregory McGill. And, you know, how could we uh, follow that up? I mean, but really, it, it, it's just an example of these ladies, uh, Jean-Pierre Harris, uh, just how entrenched in this Bolshevik decline the country is, you know, how what time it is. It's one way of saying it, you know, the extremity of the sort of diversity, higher atmosphere, meritocracy is is all but dead. And, you know, you don't uh, dare speak out uh, in, in so many categories, you know, uh, certainly then there's, well, the anti-white uh, agenda. And that's why it is so interesting when you have all these leftists who were uh, siding with the Gazans, Gregory. You know, and right. I know it's crazy. <laughs> I, I can't believe I agree with them on anything. But I, I mean, they're, you know, they're right about that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And you know, so, what's crazy is uh, I got, I got a good yeah. buddy. I got this good buddy and he's always going on about communism. He's always going on about Marxism. He's always going on about how they're all Bolsheviks, like you've said a couple times right now. Right. And then as soon as I go, oh, you know, that's all Jewish control that's they're they're at the root of all that that communism is a jewish invention yada 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 as soon as i bring that up he he he, he you know immediately closes his ears and calls me anti-semitic and all these other things and, and oh and he goes on about muslims too so but as soon as i bring it up you know while you're t- you're talking about communism uh you know the bolsheviks were 87 percent jewish that that's the number you know, that, that was the number of, uh, and they're quite proud of their accomplishments in it. And uh, they're, they brag about it all the time, you know, because, of course, they have so much chutz, but they, they brag about all the stuff they do. If you pay attention, they always brag about it. So uh, no matter what, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, but every time I get to the root of it, you know, all of a sudden it changes his tone right away, you know. The education so. system, uh, just how everything, how communist- everything that matters, they control. Right, and, and, and how that has really Jews at the helm of the uh, formation of the well, streamlining to their advantage there. As far as if you look back to, well, the Soviet Union, communism even introduced into China, for that matter. Yep, yep, yep. they paid Mao $20 million to sell out his people. And then, of course, I mean, like literally the names of those guys who did that were like Epstein and Shapiro. I'm not kidding. They literally that was their that was Shapiro, the yeah. ones who. Yeah. The ones that went over there. And uh, I know it's, it's crazy that, that yeah, the ones that went over there and, and paid Mao off and to install communism in uh, in China, which is you know still, of course, going on. Uh, so they 100 percent control China. 
Like, and then, of course, Karl oh, that, Marx. That same guy always goes on about China, how China owns us, China owns us. And then I bring it up. Well, at the same time they were doing the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia, they did it. They, they were doing that stuff in China, too. They did it. They just had to buy it, buy off the leader. Well, a lot of people are China confused. China must have been really poor. Well, Gregory, your friend, like a lot of people out there, are confused, too. They're not sure what they're supposed to think is the case. Are Jews a religion? Are they a race? Are they both? Right. You know, they don't know. I mean, we have our, our we've made our decisions based on all of our oh, analysis sure. of that. But I mean, so like the average person out there has not. So that adds to their complications, too, in trying to sort this out. But yeah, when you look at Karl Marx, uh, even Saul Alinsky uh, was a, a Jew. Right. So, I mean, you know, everyone who's been embedded into uh, well everything that he's complaining about. You know? Right. I know. Uh, that's that's, <laughs> and then I started telling him about World War II, and uh, one of the reasons why I ordered uh, a, a new hard copy of the greatest story I never told is because I'm going to give it to him. He won't watch it online, so and I, he said, "Well, I'd watch a DVD." I'm like, okay, so I ordered it for him, and uh, you know, I, <laughs> I hope he watches it. That's all I gotta say. That's a life changing documentary. Let's kick it over to William. Yeah, hopefully, you know, the FBI doesn't show up at your door. What's that? Hopefully he he doesn't respond by sending the FBI to your house. (laughs) The Bolshevik. uh, No, he's a close friend. Okay. He is. No, I love uh, him. I love him to pieces. Oh, good. Yeah, Yeah. so, uh, uh, oh, crap, I lost my thought. (laughs) Oh, you know, we're... Talking about uh, China, uh, the education system, uh, Marx, and uh, I mentioned uh, Alinsky even. You know, I mean, I don't know if anything jogs your memory. Uh, what else were uh, were you going with it, Gregory? We mentioned just how, yeah, I mean, all these people. Well, uh, is it a, a race? Is it a religion or a race or both? I mean, right. Ah, I remember now. Uh, now you just jogged my memory. Yeah, so um, the, the question I have, because with the whole, is it a religion or a race? Well, it is both, and it doesn't matter. Um, they they greatly accept atheist Jews into Israel. It's really, it's about, you know, Israel, kind of, as far as, not, that's not, but Israel isn't the thing. It's, it's the I don't think they're a race. Okay. Nah. Well, okay, so, well, let's, let's just. They only call themselves one so they can call you a racist uh, for, for not going along with it. No, but they do yeah, tests. Yeah, yeah. They that's, do tests that's, that's to get true. into into Israel for citizenship. There are various admixtures they're looking for. You know, there are variations of the Ashkenazi lines. Then you have the Sephardic uh, Spanish. Uh, you know, but they're looking for one Toronto. of these various admixtures. Now they haven't right. been isolated long enough in the evolutionary scale to you know be a true race. But I mean, to be honest, all of the Hispanics uh, would be considered technically mestizo, uh, mixed or, as or well. Murano also, the Italian ones. Oh yeah. We've got, uh, well, hey, we've got Alejandro know. myocarditis. Yeah. So I mean, it's a disease that lives in our, uh, department of Homeland security, the disease. He's a, he's a walking yeah. bag. Of All yeah, that it, comes it, from inbreeding. And yeah, but they're, no they're, one, no one needs to be, uh, I mean, insulted as far as people who are part of whatever, uh, groups or countries or, 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 or people's, uh, in that context, it's just that on a scientific level, the amount of time necessary uh, with a ge- genealogy research and the breakdown of, um, you know, actual branching off and, and okay. what you wh- when you call what what, you know. Yeah, I mean, wow. as far as you have the Asiatic who are who are distinctly different from the Africans, who are distinctly different from the Caucasians, 
you know, and you don't. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, uh, Jews, there are various well, well, Jews, there are various admixtures. Well, but Gregory, my point is, they do DNA tests to get into Israel. There yeah, are I know admixtures and all that. So anyhow, I, I, I know that that they're looking for whatever. And things. I think that they have a, a higher susceptibility to sociopathy, honestly, with those admixtures. You know, um, well, the, the thing is, a lot of that's from inbreeding. Yes, yes. That, that's what all of this stuff Elites is. of all races, the elites have the same issue for the same reason. But I, I think we cut off. William wanted to say more as well. Well, I just want to say I'll concede your point that Alejandro myocarditis isn't the disease, but he's he's a cell. He's a cancer cell in the disease. So pardon me. I didn't mean to be offensive. Okay, so um, let me let me also say this. Okay, so what Jewish groups oppose one another, whether secular or religious or Zionist? None. They None. do. They that, do. They're, they're, no. Okay. So there you go. You have a tight knit unit of extremely, tr- extremely Jewish loyal and uh, Jewish interests. And you well, don't that's have what one the... <laughs> single white group trying to fight for white interests <laughs> or trying to oppose the Jewish uh, extermination of white people that's currently underway because <laughs> the Holocaust of the white race <laughs> is happening and the Jew is at the helm of it. Get real, folks, and start realizing what's actually happening. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully there's somebody out there listening to this for the first time that's like, oh, I didn't know. Uh, okay, let me research this. Let me look into it. I'm an objective human being, and I'm not going to just respond with my programming and, and just go, oh, that sounds like anti-Semitism. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going well, to even me. reach one person if you all take <laughs> yeah. one person at a time, you know, when and, I talk and, to people. And, and we always encourage new callers, first time oh, callers, yeah. yes. that is. But and call anyone... and debate us on it. You know, if you disagree with what we're saying, call and debate us on it. I'll back up everything I'm saying with just, I mean, overwhelming amounts of, I don't want to overwhelm you, but, but I'll try to summarize. I don't want to waste people's time, but, you know, call if you disagree with something or you take a point of contention. But I've made the statement the Jews are the enemy of humanity. If you disagree, uh, you know, the Jews' response to that is not to argue and debate with you. It's to arrest you, throw you in jail, uh, of destroy your life. You know, so screw it. It's been the same problem for thousands of years. Yeah. No, I mean, this, you do have we're some We're not issues. any closer to fixing it, by the way. I mean, sure, you have some groups of Jews in uh, Europe and America who are against some of what's going on in Israel you know, oh, sure. with factions. Sure, I mean, you know, Jews disagree with other Jews on some things, but how much do they really focus on yeah, attacking other Jews? Or, you know, right. right. That's a, that's usually the one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's too that's too much. Their bread you and butter. You still support you know. that? That's a linchpin that they're using. It is. To, you know, destroy the planet and destroy. You know, genocide everyone. They use that as an excuse for everything. I mean, they're using that. Of course, as an that's why I said the World War Two thing. Yeah. That's why the World War II thing is the most important subject there is. Exactly. It's exactly why. Right. That was you know, and the one thing that we should we should we should absolutely take take a, a, a you know uh, take an for an example of what they do. They're they're extremely loyal to each other. They're right. extremely tribal. They're extremely organized. Yes. Okay. We and should we should emulate them. Of course, we should emulate them in, in those ways. In fact, I, I'm I'm very impressed with that about them. How organized, how uh, how how loyal, just just the loyalty. Even if they disagree, they all agree on, like you said, the Holocaust or any of the other the really mm-hmm. big things. You know, right. they might you know they might not 
agree with the settlements and God, you know, in Israel and all that. Uh, but but they're uh, uh, anything that comes down to the big the big the big lies that, that control everything. Oh, they're one hundred percent with you on that. And that, that is when 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 they deny if if a Jew denies the Holocaust, um, where you can't deny something that never happened. But if the Jew says that the Holocaust is BS, then they're no longer a Jew. They, well, that's, that, just... they they'll never even let them in there again. Right. Right. Well, I, no, I, I, I was just distracted by, uh, you know, this article, war expands a massive Israeli airstrike 60 kilometers deep in Lebanon. No, I mean, there was something here. I guess it's not a, an ad, or is it an ad? I don't know. Oh, geez, it just left. Okay, but it's a, a new, yeah, I guess it was an ad. Okay, but New York Times exposes new details of of Hamas uh, mutilating and, and raping Israeli women was the uh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and it, yeah it was an ad actually atrocity porn that's all so, that is yeah atrocity yeah, and that's what they've always I mean hey look at back at the Iraq War look at that one they said that uh, uh, they were coming into Kuwait and killing babies in the incubator it's it's every war every single war has that narrative I should have stopped of the atrocities that. You're delivering these messages. I'll just be using this template <laughs> of atrocity part to be the AI robot will be barking out this atrocity propaganda. Robot yep, dog yep. will be will be the same exact thing. They'll just read. They'll just take the template and place it over the existing situation, the current thing. Yeah, yeah. But evidently, there were two strikes. It works that, though. That occurred in that region with those airstrikes. There were there were two strikes, and I yeah I don't really see how there's anything else to. Uh, to bother covering on that. Now, I mean, I could, this is a little more interesting, okay? Netanyahu lost his credit rating, so Israel needs new statesmen. As Israel experiences a downgrade in its credit rating, Prime Minister Netanyahu, once considered a respected statesman on the international stage, has lost his rating. And similar to Moody's forecast, the forecast is negative. The first signs of his downgrade came before October 7. The legal reform surprised many leaders of the free world. They struggled to understand where he was heading. He began to get very cold shoulders, even from the White House. They expressed deep concern about his conflict of interest due to his trial and began to cast doubt on their shared values. Can we continue to regard him as a partner on the path, or has he lost his way and deviated from his course, they asked themselves. So it goes on and on. And so, yeah, they're going to... Eventually, they could use Netanyahu as a scapegoat. It was all his fault, and you know the rest of the Israeli government and IDF, you know, they were just following orders or whatever. And, uh, uh, right. Well, this is what I gotta. I gotta wonder this. Okay, so so Netanyahu has been loyal to them from the beginning. He's always been like working hard for them and doing. You know, Mendelssohn Schneerson, Rabbi. You know, Mendelssohn Schneerson was like, "Why hasn't the Messiah come yet, Benjamin Netanyahu?" Why is it the Messiah? It's your fault. It's not. Why don't you come? And Benjamin Yanyahu says, he's coming. He's coming. I promise. I promise. But we come to find out that the Jewish Messiah is not a person. It is the realization of the new world order. Okay? That's what the Messiah mm. is. It's when the new world order is done and over. The central bank digital currency, that's the Messiah. Okay? When that gets put in place, there's your Jewish Messiah. Okay? So um, that's what yeah. you know, Mendelssohn Sears was asking him. So Benjamin Netanyahu's got all kinds of baggage, okay? So now um, they need probably somebody that doesn't have baggage because of the PR issue that Benjamin Netanyahu uh, has now, okay? So that's all it's about. It's just 
PR. It has nothing to do with uh, anything. It's Everything's about PR anything, with them. You know, and there's no, you know, there's no, they're not against him. They're just like, oh, well, maybe we need to just put a new face in there because we need somebody who's going to be fresh and somebody, somebody who doesn't have the baggage and somebody who's going to, uh, who's going to fool everybody, uh, more than Benjamin Netanyahu, his his bank account has run out. Well, we probably should send them another ninety-two billion then. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we just did, right? Send right. Oh, okay, good. Ten million good. a day. There we go. Throw money at it. That'll fix it. Throw money at it. Pentagon confirms thirty-two million drone downed off Yemen. Same day, UK tanker destroyed. So, yeah, you know the money goes uh, right back. Uh, into uh, the trash bin. Yeah. But uh, let's so see. How do we extricate ourselves of this problem that we have, you know, um, attracted to our bias and teeth why, And why did it happen in the first place? Okay, it happened in the first the place. Because the British crown allowed them back in 400 years ago, kept kicking the Jews out. Okay, so we've, you know, they've been very, it's like, it's like, you see how cordial and nice and patient the European people actually are. They just kick the Jews out of the country. That's all they do. Uh, you know, and it's like, that's all, they're, that's they're all Germany did. Raping babies, bloodletting Christian children, the blood libel thing is all very true. Uh, you know, we, we saw Debbie Wasserman Schultz uh, use that, like, cudgel weapon against Robert F. Kennedy last August, and he was like, he, he he took the bait. He was like, oh, 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 that's, of course, misinformation. Of course, terrible, 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 terrible. Well, that didn't do him any good, right? He would have been better off saying, I don't know anything about that. Um, what are you talking about? What do you mean blood libel? What is that? And have Debbie Wasserman Schultz explain it. You know, I, why did he, he kind of see, did you see what I, did you see what I mean? He would have. Uh, I, I don't know. I missed that one. I, I didn't know about that interview. People don't know anything about, right? I mean, people might have looked into it a little more, but he just like <laughs> you just see how dog whipped all of these uh, politicians are when it comes to discussing uh, these issues. You know. Well, there's an old saying, Willie, for fear of the for fear of the Jews. That's an old saying. Yeah, so, man, the Bible. Uh, that's what it is. They're scared of them, man, and because they can destroy you in, uh, economically, uh, socially. They can destroy you in every possible way. And, well, and, and, they, and, they do. and, and the immigration as a way they're, well, many would contend, destroying <laughs> Europe and the U.S. Right. currently. Oh, well, sure. It's an invasion. It's, a lot of it's literally an invasion. That are armed. So they're building up an army right now in order to exterminate the Americans. We've known that this is coming. I mean, we talk about everybody constantly talks about this military well, age men coming over the border. It's, you know, <laughs> but, yeah, but I'm not I'm not mostly afraid of a bunch of I heard the recent claim of what, 200,000 Chinese or something. I'm not, I'm not really afraid of the Chinese that they're really going to. Uh, on behalf of the Chinese military, you know, CCP military, try to take over or something. I don't think that's realistic. Yeah. That's going to happen. I, I, I'm not afraid of the Chinese uh, murdering and robbing and raping and and assaulting. Really, it, it's 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 more about other races. Honestly, um, you know, mestizos and especially uh, you know Africans from third world countries, blacks from third world countries. I'm more concerned right. about with that. Slavery lie, right? So yeah. That's, that's why I but I mean, the, 
But as far as the amount in the country of illegals in general, you know, everyone wonders and any estimates out there have to be very lowballed. But we got a, a recent one here, Congressional Research Service, saying it's estimated there were approximately 45 to 46 million foreign born residents in the United States in 2022. How many? Uh, 45 to 46 million uh, foreign born residents. Whoa. What? Yeah. And, uh, but, wow. but, but they're saying of those, about 53% or 24 million are naturalized citizens. Well, there you go. I mean, the Jews and their um, white genocide replacement, they're playing the long game. You know? And then, um, in, a, in addition yeah. to that, there are 12.9 million legal permanent residents. LPRs and, and approximately 11 million more are so-called illegal immigrants. So uh, all combined, I find that 23 million non-citizen U.S. residents, foreign nationals, are living in the U.S. 23 million. That's about 51 percent of the overall foreign-born population. All right. So and as we see, many receive financial support. It goes into like how much of the taxpayers' money actually goes to them, you know, is is what the article's really about, uh, you know. But many, as we see, many of them receive financial support and resources from U.S. taxpayers. And yes, it is all uh, because of uh, Jewish uh, legislation and Jewish policies and Jewish agendas. Yeah, and and it's not all only uh, Zionists, quite frankly. Sure, Zion, Zionists. Well, people all. Are, to the end of time, we'll debate about the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. Regardless, okay, it's not just Zionist Jews. There are Jews in all factions who support, you know, the hardliners who are pushing these these agendas. But you hear hear them talk about how it'll be great, the extermination of, of the white race. Uh, you hear Barbara Spector uh, going back, what, over 10 years talking about this? Wasn't it? Yeah, that, I think yeah. wasn't it like 2012? Yeah, I remember that interview. And that's that's oh, oh yeah, that okay, two thousand six. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that interview actually. Yeah, right. Okay, right, so this is thinking. this is it. Barbara Spector's here. Uh, hold on, hold on a second. Oh, hi, Barbara. I think at this moment in time, Europe has not yet learned how to be multicultural, and yeah, that was Jews it. <laughs> are going to be at the throes of that transformation, which must take place. Europe is not going to be the monolithic cultures that it once was in the last century. Jews are going to be at the center of that transformation. Jeez, that's and, almost exactly what she said. Jews will be re resented for our leading role, but without that leading role, Europe will not without, survive. And, and without that transformation, without that leading role, without that transformation, Europe will not survive, which sounds very much like a threat to me, a veiled threat. Are you, trying, right. are you trying yeah, to one-up me? Yes, uh, yes, I am. <laughs> well, no, I didn't use a Barbara voice, so I guess not. Don't you dare disrespect me, Barbara Specter. I'm, I'm, I will. I'm, I'm gonna get Larry Fink to come in to your house and destroy your bank account. Right. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's. Don't it's, think I'm joking. But but no, I mean you you know you you have any Jewish identifying person. Who won't go against even the most extreme hardliners? That's that's our point, Gregory. Right? It's like you know, yeah, they, they, yeah I totally agree. Yeah, but, they but stick I mean, together, you don't, you don't, you don't, 
But I mean, that's part of the culture. I mean, you know, the Ten Commandments only apply to other Jews. Yeah, that's that's where that's where Christians miss that. They miss that uh, uh, that nuance about about the Ten Commandments. It was an intertribal set of rules that, that, and it only applied to them. Uh, So when they said your your neighbor, because it was always assumed that their neighbor would have been a Jew, right? So they're uh, they weren't talking about those were the rules for them within within each other, but not not but for Gentiles it was a free for all. You know, I mean, it's, it's a good code to live by if you want to, you know, if, if if that was the case. But th- those were not commandments given to us. That was just, that was their own set of rules. But on so many levels, it's well, it's very much a cult, a hostile oh, cult, yeah. Yeah. blood cult, right? And a, the a most death, the most powerful cult. one in the world, and the most you know uh, really the most powerful organized group in the world. You know what's really interesting is. You know, there, there's no way to prove that the, the, these people that call themselves Jews have any blood tie whatsoever to uh, Abraham or anything like that. There's no nah. records to prove this. Um, and so the, the, their claim, and then we know about the Khazars, the Ashkenazi, uh, and that's been the primary, you know, people who were uh, the behind the Bolshevism and the bankers and all, all these people, right? So are these... Um, and they they have white skin, and a lot of them have blue eyes, and you know it's they're intermixed with Europeans and whatnot. Um, so they've been able to definitely you know blame us like uh, for for everything. But what's really interesting is that throughout Christian history, and uh, you know I learned these from doing Bible studies with Lorraine Day, um, and going through the Bible, is that these Israelites of old were originally pagans, right? Abraham was originally a pagan who came across the Tigris and Euphrates from uh, the you know land of what's now Babylon, right? And it, it, God had selected him to be, uh, you know, um, the chosen or whatever to, uh, you know, set the example for the world. So at this time, like, it was like having for God, like a, uh, like an infant that God was raising. So an infant, like, you know, craps its pants, right? So they got to change the infant's diapers all the time. So an example of this craps its pants could be, you know, this, uh, what they would keep going back to their old pagan ways of sacrificing babies and people to Moloch and whatnot like that. So um, now if we forget about the whole blood tie thing or whatever, it's like, okay, well, these these people are still attached to this ritual of sacrificing babies they've taken this up through europe they didn't want to give all that up so you have you have the christians paul uh went up into italy and and, you know after jesus and uh and you had the book of revelation written by by john the revelator on 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 the island of greek island of patmos right uh you know a hundred years after christ or something and uh, then you had John spreading Christianity up into Europe, right? So, so you have the Christians that largely adopted Christianity, right? And this new covenant is the uh, is the accepting Jesus Christ as the true Israel. It's no longer a blood covenant anymore. Okay, there's no such thing. This this blood covenant totally nullified. Read Hebrews eight. And Christians don't do this. So it's so asinine that Christians think that the Jews are God's chosen people. That's completely ridiculous. You, you, a Christian is what God's chosen people is. A true Christian, okay, somebody who accepts 
Jesus Christ and how Jesus lived, whether or not Jesus actually existed or not, okay? What he represents uh, is what humanity should be striving for, okay? But there's, you know, there's these folks that still want to live in this world of, and this is of, of, of this, like, death and fighting and, like, uh, all this war and all this stuff, right? Which is what Christians have been also a fledgling Israelite and the Europeans because we have been peaceful nations. We have been nations, except with the exception of the Jew being the monkey on our back, which has corrupted our nation massively. But just look, we've built high trust societies, okay? And what other uh, races out there have done this, right? We've, we've set an example of how to actually be in the world, you know, left to our own devices. And if we followed our model, then there'd be a lot of freedom in the world, you know? Very well said. We'll take your calls on the other side. We'll be back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. 
Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Beyond the official narrative here on Republic Broadcasting, Richard Carey here with William Repillum and Gregory McGill. And well, before we go to the uh, phones, just a couple of other uh, article headlines I didn't get to. COVID vaccine shedding is real. This is according to uh, an article at the Epoch Times. So take it with a grain of salt there. But they say... FDA and Pfizer documents are proof. And uh, their information there on their documents and the clinicians involved. So I don't know. You can check it out if you uh, are curious. Maybe we'll look into it on a future broadcast. Well, we're hearing an unprecedented border crisis as residents arming themselves in response to the surge in illegal crossings. The White House plans a downshift in electric vehicle transition as demand slides. And what, a Tesla 4-module battery pack costs cost 20000 to 28000 before labor, for example. Uh, it varies with the vehicles out there, but I've heard some in, insane prices. Uh, 20000 on the low end for those batteries. Lith- what a scam. Yeah, and, and of course, therefore, the related uh, rare earth minerals are taking a dive in the markets right now, like related lithium and nickel prices collapse as EV boom goes bust. Uh, black activist lawyers' idea to stop law-breaking, uh, just legalize crime. There you go. Uh, 200 clueless economists demand the EU incorporate climate in economic models. Uh, you know, there's one born every minute. There, uh, U.S. officials concede no active surveillance on long-term effects of COVID-19 vaccines. And uh, obviously, that's the last thing they want to do. Cognitive tests for presidential candidates, a good idea, according to Reagan's daughter. So she's chiming in out of uh, nowhere. Twelve fellows down, one to go. Nikki Haley has terrible, not good, a very bad weekend on social media. Poor Nikki. Poor, poor Nikki. Yeah, I mean, you got to love her. I mean, you know, she certainly shielded for Israel when she was representing at the United Nations with all their vetoes in their favor. She's she's quite the uh, the kosherite, isn't she, Gregory? Well, I, I think they have pretty much all are. <laughs> I don't see too many that aren't, you know, on, on the political scene. And if they if they ever do dare speak out, you know, they 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 completely obliterated. So. 
And the, the squad member, uh, Rash, Rashida Talib is encouraging Democrats to vote uncommitted, uncommitted in the February 27th presidential primary due to the Biden administration's handling of the conflict in the Gaza Strip. So she's still trying to hold, hold, uh, out uh, is you know a strong uh, opponent to what's going on but yeah for the most part all politicians pretty much don't argue on a lot of these major issues such as right. all things israel or just all things jewish in a general let them argue a little bit about israel mm-hmm. but, but the, la- the last the last politician that really start, spilled the beans about israel was james trafficant and uh i believe he was murdered William, uh, what would you like to add before we go to calls? Um, well, yeah, trade trafficant. Yeah, interesting tractor accident, right? When mm-hmm. does that happen? Right? Yeah, he was he was spilling the beans about Israel. He was he was naming them. I wonder oh, if yeah, that big tractor time. accident actually happened. I mean, he was by himself, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Hmm. I mean, no. farm accidents do happen, but it just seems a little too convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that he wasn't, but you know, I mean, yeah, I know it's hard. It's hard to tell. Yeah, with Patton, that's a, that's another. Well, one. see, it's that's the same a, thing. That's why I think Patton is more obvious because they they tried a few times before they got him. So yeah, Patton was a little more overt. Man, and then he ended up in the hospital yeah. because of it, and then the treatments yeah. that he was getting. Right. And uh, he he had been writing letters to his wife, and he was uh, looking at looking at becoming a presidential. Yep. He was loved and adored by Americans, and he would have been a shoe in. Instead, oh, we got man. the filthy, genocidal murderer uh, Jew um, uh, Eisenhower, who hate who hated Patton. Oh yeah, and I, you know, the funny, the, the the really sick thing is that Patton actually, you know, unknowingly assisted Eisenhower in rising up through the ranks, and then Eisenhower surpassed him because Eisenhower was an opportunist, and the right. Jews loved him, and so they made him supreme commander. Well, he was one of them. Yeah, you, so, he was a Jew. Yeah, and well, he he he. Uh, I don't know that he was actually a Jew. He may have been. Um, no, he was. Got- look, look up, look up his West Point graduation picture. The, he, the, his his nickname was the terrible Swedish Jew. Okay, well, his mom was supportive of Jews, and his mom absolutely was said that Jews are angels and all this stuff. So she was brainwashed as a young kid. And then uh, what he ended up doing after Eisenhower ironically helped him get up through the ranks, you know, um, is that he surpassed yeah. Eisenhower. And then he stopped Eisenhower from getting into Germany, er- you know, earlier than the Jews wanted him No, he him stopped Patton. You're talking about Eisenhower stopped Patton. Oh, yeah, sorry. He's, right, right. Yeah, Eisenhower. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, he could have he could have done it the whole way. Instead, you know, they came through. They wanted what happens is they wanted the Red Army to go there because they knew right. what they would do. Especially the third wave. That that's where all, all those millions of women were, were raped and waves, burned. Yeah, in. There, were, yeah. there were five different waves, and those yeah, last, it was the third one that was real bad. Three were worse and worse and worse for right. the German people. So yeah. they needed to buy time to allow uh, the Red Army in to come in and raped. Exactly it. And, and that's what happened to the German people. W- women were raped. I mean, it was oh, just yeah. the most horrific... The, the uh, most horrific crime in history. And we, nobody even knows about it. Nobody even knows about it. But it wasn't right. even the first one because 
they had already done a lot of this stuff to the Russian Christians, you know. Um, this is like a massive, I mean, the massive bloodletting of Christians, the Holocaust against the Christians that the Jews committed yeah. against them is, uh, is, is really... It's more projection, an inversion. So what happened with Patton? Let me explain it real quick. Okay, so Patton was coming up from North Africa. He was on the underbelly of Europe, coming up from the south. He came up to Italy. The Battle of the Bulge, everybody's heard about that. Well, guess what? That was a completely unnecessary battle uh, because because of the fact that Patton was stalled, that allowed you know the German army was able to reassemble and come down that way for them to to have that battle. If, if that didn't happen, that would have saved eighty thousand lives. Um, I mean, who knows what would have happened instead? But um, you know, Patton's army and the way that uh, Eisenhower stalled Patton was that he kept he stopped him from getting the uh, fuel resupplies. You know. And so uh, they couldn't move. They couldn't, you know, go anywhere. They couldn't re- They wouldn't resupply them. And well, so, I, uh, I, so there was no American army to go end the war humanely for the Germans because the Americans would have done that because they were federal Americans. They were. I don't know about that. War. If you look at the Rhine camps, the Americans did not. Uh, well, well, those were Eisenhower's camps. Yeah. So yeah. Then, okay. Okay. That's another. That's the next thing that happened. Okay. So after the war, the Rhine Meadow death camps. But I, I'm saying. Patton, under Patton, whether or not the Americans, look, the Americans weren't the Asiatics coming over and raping and, and I mean, I'm not saying it didn't happen from Americans, but. No, uh, nothing like that. the same as the, what was coming kind of the second, third, and fourth waves over the eastern right. part of Russia, the troops coming from that part, over in like the Genghis Khan types coming into mm-hmm. Russia to pillage yeah. and plunder and just destroy Mm-hmm. Uh, the German people. They were the proxy warrior for the Jews to come in and, and genocide as per the book uh, by 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 uh, by uh, Theodore Kaufman, Germany right. must perish. Must perish, yeah. The planned genocide from the Jews against yeah. against the German people. Was, yeah, absolutely. The number one people that the Amalek, the real true Amalek, the true Edom, which is the Jews, calls the Germans Amalek when the Germans are actually the real true Israelites. Okay. <laughs> And, uh, and, and we see look at it as a blood thing. I don't look at it as a blood thing. I look at it as an adapted Christianity, adapted to Christ. But we have uh, to we have to remember how relevant it is to apply to today's parallels. I mean, in in Europe and the U.S., this aggressive uh, immigration we've already had, and now you know, of course, unrelenting uh, a push for it to continue, and you're not dare oppose yeah. it, uh, speak out against it. You know, countries like Hungary and Poland who are trying to. Or states over here, like Florida or Texas, they're citizens. Uh, you know, you could say what you want about the governors, sure, uh, the compromise. But here, one more before we go to, I see a couple of callers there, and we should get to them uh, imminently. But it is ridiculous, you know, how last week, when you read these findings regarding Biden not being charged, uh, well, Biden would have been indicted for his willfully unlawful removal of classified documents, except for two reasons. One, Department of Justice protocols apparently prohibit indicting a sitting president. And two, Biden suffers from cognitive decline, and the special counsel believes a jury would more likely pity him into acquittal than convict him of what he is certainly guilty. So we're supposed to assume, you know, he's it's fine for him to you know be the commander in chief. He's it's assumed he's still going to be running for another term. And yet, you know, I mean, they acknowledge that as a reason why he wasn't charged. 
And, you know, this was what I read there was according to um, her in, in the, uh, you know, assessment of the proceedings. So, yeah, let, no, let's go to these callers here. We have Tom first. Tom in Florida. Actually, I see three callers. Tom, what's right. on your mind? Yeah, uh, yeah. Good, uh, good day, gentlemen. Uh, good evening, everybody. Uh, yeah, great, 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 great host. Um, you guys, uh, remember what Patton's famous saying was? Uh, one of the uh, biographers asked him, uh, uh, you know what? Uh, they asked Patton what was uh, art, the art of war. You guys remember what he said, right? What's that? You know what the art of war is? Hello, Richard. Tell us. I hear you. What is that? What is the art of war? Yeah, and all, the say? art of war was, uh, they asked uh, Pat, what's the art of war? And he said, the uh, art of war is to kill more of their bastards than have kill more of your bastards. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Patton. Yeah, that must have yeah, been somewhere in Sun Tzu's uh, writings, right? <laughs> but he, well, listen, he's too good at ending the war humanely for the German people, right, Tom? Yeah. Well, you know, he was he, he ran the Bavarian army after the uh, uh, he, he was. Uh, if you ever see the movie with George C. Scott, He's absolutely right. He was he was running the Bavarian army, and he was gonna. He said we fought the wrong sons of bitches. We need to go against the communists. He didn't want to fight the Nazis. Actually, he wanted to fight. He knew the communists were a bigger threat. The Jewish, uh, uh, the, the Kabbalists, uh, um, uh, the Ashkenazis were a bigger threat. However, I want to go back yeah. to what you're saying about Jesus Christ. And you know, you uh, you got to remember the Jewish faith. The Jews always look at the women as the power. The man is nothing in the Jew to the Jews. It's the woman. If your father was a Jew, or you, uh, uh, then you're uh, uh, 200 right, years ago. Right. That's a good point, Tom. As, yeah, as, you're as far as influencing, as far as influencing the next generation, you're more likely to influence the next generation from the mother. That's why they want the mother to be Jewish if they're going to consider them Jews. Yeah, that's right. The mother's the power in the whole the whole religion of the Jewish faith, not the man. It's the woman. However, you got to remember. I'm going to tell everybody. I want everybody to understand this. And your guess was absolutely right. When, when Jesus turned those tables over on the Pharisees, when he turned the money, they turned the tables over all the money, uh, the money changers, when he turned all, throw all those coins on the ground, that was the end of the Jews being the chosen ones. They weren't chosen from that point on. You can look it up. When he turned the tables and all those coins went flying and he, and he forsook those, those were talking about his father, that was when God, our, our heavenly God, said that was it. You are not the chosen ones no more. Well, yeah, also, if you, yeah, no, good point. And and I mean, when we hear the references to drinking of the new wine, uh, that 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 is referring to accepting uh, Jesus Christ and the New Testament uh, as, you know, the Lord and and, and the code of ethics to pretty much do away with that from the Old Testament is how many interpret that, you know, to drink from the new wine. I want to go to immigrants. I want to go to immigration for a minute, but I, and about Chicago, but I want to make it real quickly. Uh, um, yeah, Jesus Christ, uh, he was the only begotten. He was the begotten Son of God, and he was the only perfect man to ever walked the planet. Uh, the Jews were never chosen. Once he turned that money over to Pontius Pilate, Pontius Pilate was asking the, the, uh, the Emperor of uh, Rome at the time, "Why should I forsake? Why should I forsake this man and put him on, my, on the cross?" He didn't want to put him on the cross. He was forced to put him on the cross because the Pharisees wanted him up on that cross. Pilate wanted to wash his hands of that. Absolutely, yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. It wasn't the Romans, right? Well, thank you, sir. Was, I always appreciate. I want to get. I want to try to get hey, everyone Richard. in here. Uh, yeah. 
What do you think about what's going on in Chicago, Richard? All the blacks, the 35% of the blacks are going to vote for Trump this election. 35% of the blacks in Illinois are going to vote for Trump. Well, no, yeah. That's good. Yeah, so maybe some immigrants getting sent there did some good, after all, from these governors. you got to see that. Welcome to black vote up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, a lot of black folks are waking up. I, I, I see it a lot now. We have two more callers. Next, James in Vancouver. James, welcome, sir. What's on your mind today? Uh, yes, my name is James, and I'm a first-time caller. Um, hey, all right, welcome. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he's lying to you. He's lying to you. What, what did you want to address to, of, of the topics we've uh, we've had here today, James? Well, I, <clears throat> being a Freemason, you know, and uh, being uh, shut out from society and uh, whatever you want to call it, um, I'd have to say that, well, if if you're slaves to the Jews, then the Bible is the uh, slave handbook of that. Should get somebody angry out there. Gregory? I, I, I'm not really sure what he said. Uh, the Bible? <laughs> if, if you're a slave it's to okay. the Jews, then the, the Bible is the slave's handbook. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Bible's handbook. It's the same. For... It's the what? If, if, well, if well, you're, you if know, you're a slave uh, to the Jews, is the Bible not the, yeah. uh, the slave's handbook, he's, he's asking? Oh. Turn the other cheek. Uh, well, and, uh, oh, the Old Testament, like absolutely. Thing to say, yeah. Turn the yeah. other cheek and, um, you know, you're, you're second-class citizens. But, hey, we'll let you in. You can be special. Right. Uh, and uh, you can work for us. Well, no, yeah. When I think about everlasting life. When I think about the I'm coming old back. European pagan I'm gods. Back. Yeah. As opposed to the turn of the other back. cheek. <laughs> I'm coming back, but I don't know when I'll be back. But but I'm coming back. Will right. that work? It's for uh. two thousand years now. But then when you when you do the interest calculation, uh, like uh, hey Peter, here's ten bucks. Go to Rome and start my church. When you uh, take that for two thousand years, you get ten to the power of seventy three uh, dollars. You see, so the Roman Catholic Church is um, has got to be the richest operation on the earth, and I believe it finances all these other people. Well, so, yeah, and then and then be... the Jesuits even more so yeah, from yeah, what yeah, I guys. hear of uh, of uh, Robert Raybolt. I mean, you know, he points that out. But but certainly, I mean, Jews uh, in the sense of you know, no, we don't acknowledge any savior. Uh, but yeah, he's he's still supposed to come in the future. But then you hear there are some Jews who are just complete atheists. They don't believe in an afterlife. Isn't that right, James? Well, can I ask you a question? Have you guys ever read the uh, Jesuit Constitution? No, no, James, he asked you a question, though. Yeah, I mean, aren't there even sure. like Orthodox Jews who don't believe in an afterlife? Well, I don't know. I, I, okay. I, you, they get resurrection, don't they? The Jews? You ever seen a? We got a Jewish graveyard up here. It's the neatest thing I've ever seen. Everything is in perfect line, <laughs> in perfect form, getting ready for that resurrection. See? Uh. <laughs> but um, I, I <laughs> well, you know, it's it's uh, growing up in 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 different um, um, how do you say different societies, different cultures gives me lots of perspectives. So. Well, I mean, also, Bobby Fisher was oh, mentioned 
I, surely you at least give credit to Bobby Fischer. And I mean, oh, yeah. well, you you would you would pretty much be in that category, isn't that right, James? I mean, uh, you said well, like you have some some of your past does link to, yeah, to, well, to, to Judaic, but you but seem I, to reject yeah. all of that. But but you don't you well, don't seem to be as 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 warm and fuzzy to Brother Nathaniel uh, as as many are to like oh, Bobby no, Fischer. No no no. Uh, l- let me tell you, I had a friend in college. I think I told you, Marcus Cantor. I don't know. Marcus Cantor would come to me and he'd start talking about anything. He didn't know exactly who I was, and yap 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 yap, talking talking all the time. And he had a falling out with his father. You see, um, I I think that uh, that the Jews do not get along with each other as well as what might be thought. Because, um, like Marcus, can't, uh, sorry, Brother Nathaniel will, will not be accepted by a lot of Jews for what he's doing, even if it is a um, a fake operation. Because they would say, "Hey, you should be having a business. You should be selling fridges and stoves and doing something respectable, not being on the street uh, dressed like a borzosh, uh, trying to." Prove to everybody you're a Christian. You see, thank you. <laughs> I think I think we should touch on this more uh, later in the week, James. So, like well, we were talking about yeah. it, doing a show, so let's do that. And thanks for calling in. But uh, yeah, okay, I want to try to fit. In. Yes, right. sir. I want to fit in my last right, caller. Yeah, that, was, that was funny. Last caller, Joe in Florida. Hey, Joe, what's on your mind today? What did you want to address? Joe. Hey guys, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. Oh, is this like you're, he's trying to yeah. troll me, James from Vancouver? He's always going to be on before me, bad mouthing the Catholic Church. I'll just say this at the top since he just was on there. So for those people, and he's not the only one, this Adam Green character, they're always trying to set up the scenario, right, that Christianity was created by the Jews, and it's a big plot. You know, oh, wow, that's a real plot. Actually, look it up in the history. I can even cite chapter 12 in um, the Jewish Revolutionary Spirit by E. Michael Jones, The Rise of Freemasonry, and Mr. Freemason James from Vancouver, if you want. Um. The Freemasonic movement was created and run and still largely behind the scenes by Jews, okay? So it's not the Christians that are secretly being with the Jesuits ruling the world. It's the Freemasons. The history of the Freemasons, especially in England, explained very explicitly in Dr. Jones' book, where in order to corrupt the British uh, elites, the upper class and, and, and the sort of oligarchs at that time, they use this kind of mystical Kabbalah Jewish magic, and that's really what is behind Freemasonry. And so they, they to this day, Freemasonry is basically Jewish magic. It's, it's actually the Freemasons who are controlled and run by the Jews as an enemy against God's one and only true church, the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Just what's, so that we get that out of the way. Joe, let's hear a uh, response from Gregory to that. Well, well um, e- e- Dr. Jones, uh, w- uh, Willie and I had him on our show. Um, uh, yeah, he's great. So if, if any of you know, his books, are, are, I sure would recommend. Um, but uh, 
I, I mean, as far as like the Jesuits controlling everything and all that, we've heard all that narrative before. I'm sure. I'm sure that they're they're under Jewish control, you know, or whatever. Exactly. But not, exactly. I don't know, but but the church is very rich. Yeah, you're right. It might be the richest entity. It might be the richest entity out there. It might be. I don't know. It's got well, a lot of money. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so, kind yeah, of beyond the point take, because. Yeah, it's kind of beyond the point because if God wanted a church to uh, to that to, to found it, then money is no object. Any church founded by God, which is the Catholic Church, it, it's not. It, it doesn't have to have less money or more money. It has just as much money as it needs to promote His word. But here's and it's truth. But I actually wanted to talk about something else really quick, if I can. Because I think it's been underplayed in the media. I think this victory in uh, Avdiivka, I think is the way you say it, in in Ukraine, is getting very underplayed by the media. This victory by uh, Russia in that town is really the end of this. Uh, it's a Jewish war against Russia, and I think it's a matter of days before the entire Ukraine or Ukrainian regime, Zelensky. Uh, and, and all of the crooks behind it. Uh, it's falling, it's falling apart. What happened in Avdiivka is not just that they were defeating the Ukrainian army, there was a mass mutiny. And then the military leadership had to say, oh, we, we're, we're not going to fight anymore. So it's, I think it's a great sign for the future. At least I'm encouraged about that. It's a great show tonight, guys. William, do you have a response to any of that? <coughs> no, no, with that in the show, great call. Thanks, Joe. Okay. Callers, yeah. Yeah, well, well, you can address that tomorrow if you want to call Joe and we can talk about it. Thank you, William. Thank you, Gregory. Hey, love it. All right. Yeah, I can't wait to do it again, boys. Yep, sounds great. Ditto. All right, folks. Please support Republic Broadcasting Network. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on that donate page so that we will speak again soon and transcend the construct. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good and uh, every time I came back uh, to the US I was so disappointed with the coffee so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. This is RBN. The Republic Broadcasting Network.